Hey pals, this is Blaine Hill with from Lake Mary Presbyterian Church with the Simply Stated Podcast. Uh, we have a devotional here for June 9th. Um, before I get to scripture, I want to talk a little bit about the Apostle Paul. We're going to read in uh, Paul, uh, we're going to read in Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. If you're interested, we're going to start this Thursday a Bible study on uh, the Paul's letter to the church in Philippi, the book of Philippians. Uh, give me a buzz and let me know if you're inter- interested in that, and we'll make sure you get the details uh, to zoom into that Bible study. The thing I'd like to talk about today is the important of being, importance of being connected in the church. Paul is writing this letter, as best as we can tell, because he wasn't able to be in Philippi. It's pretty clear that he had been imprisoned. So the Apostle Paul wants to be with his church that he loves in the city of Philippi. It's in modern-day Turkey. No, I'm sorry. Um, It's in uh, what we would call, I think, northern Greece. might be Macedonia. At any rate, Paul can't be there because he's been incarcerated for preaching the gospel. We we don't know exactly where. He doesn't tell us. There's some good guesses, but that shouldn't bother us. So because Paul can't be with this church that he loves, he would love to make a visit with them. He decides to be connected through this letter. He also tells them, hey, I really hope that I can send Timothy to visit with you because it's not sufficient, he knows, just to send uh, this letter uh, to the church in Philippi that they need to visit face-to-face with someone to encourage them. Uh, And Paul needs to hear the good news of how they're doing. Paul wants to hear uh, from them, preferably, how about how they're doing in their life of faith and holding up under the challenges uh, and persecution they were facing. So he plans to send Timothy to hear directly from them and bring that news back to him. Um, and um, he tells them as much in a letter. I'm going to read just a verse or two from the passage. Uh, you can really hear Paul's affection for these people in the letter. He says, I thank my God every time I remember you constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day and until now. Um, he has a real love for them, and he, so he wants to be with them. And that points out something enormously important for us uh, in our spiritual life, that it is essential that we make the effort to be connected to other people. And I think we're particularly aware of this right now as we're still separated from one another through the corona uh, uh, virus uh, pandemic. Uh, we are able to have a few people back in worship. Uh, we had, I, I think we've had about three dozen people in worship for two Sundays now. We've been thankful that people are cooperating with the, uh, the masks and social distancing. And, you know, we, we miss being able to give each other and shake a hand. But, uh, and then we have drive-in church. So we, like Paul, are kind of separated from each other. And it is important that we um, take steps to be connected with each other for encouragement, uh, to share uh, the encouragement with others and to be encouraged by them. I suppose also to share each other's burdens as well. I've talked about that before. You know, if we're not with each other, how can we share each other's burdens? So it's in, uh, or if we're not connected to each other. It's, it's interesting, I, um, I have heard some pastors and church leaders pointing out uh, recently, hey, the church doesn't close because the church isn't a building. Perfectly true. 
Uh, and uh, the church doesn't close because the church is a group of people and we're still at work in the world. That's perfectly true. But here's something interesting. The, wor the word uh, used for church in the New Testament by the actual New Testament writers, if you want to know, it's ecclesia. Uh, and one way to translate that word is simply congregation. Uh, and I think that's an important thing to know because part of the Christian life is that we congregate together. That tells us a, a couple of important things. One is, it's okay to, to really miss not being together in the way we would like to be. Um, that, that is a clue from the Spirit telling us that it's important that we be connected to each other. So that's one key thing that we learn from this word of the congregation. We just recognize some of the struggles, some of the sadness we have from not being able to connect to each other in the way that we're accustomed. Another thing that's important, it probably teaches us we need to take some extra steps when we're isolated from each other um, to make sure that we're connected, connected to each other. You know, making that phone call, letting somebody know that you're praying for them, uh, maybe dropping a, a gift by the old porch. Well, I don't know what the way that you ought to do it. It's interesting to think about this. Uh, Paul's letter was written, gosh, almost 2,000 years ago. Uh, I guess if we, we did the math on that, if it was written in, let's say it was written in the year 56, that's a pretty good guess. That means that Paul's letter, I'm doing math live, that's dangerous. Paul's letter uh, was written almost 1,970 years ago. Um, but here's the thing I want you to know, is that he was using the latest technology available in order to communicate. It happens to be a letter written on papyrus, so it doesn't feel very uh, contemporary, modern, or new to us. In fact, it's not. But that was the latest cutting-edge technology that Paul had available to him, and he made use of it. I, I want to say that that's a clue to us that we use technology to be in touch with each other. It was funny, as I was preparing to do this um, devotional for you today, I thought, man, I should go put on a better shirt. I have this kind of worn shirt. I don't know if you can see it. It's from Mexico. Uh, it's actually the Mayan calendar. I got it at an incredibly beautiful uh, tourist site, a waterfall in Chiapas, Mexico. We have mission partners with Chiapas, Mexico. In Chiapas, Mexico. The Presbyterian Church is booming and growing there. It's really quite wonderful. So we, we have mission partners there, and we've taken uh, two youth trips, an adult trip. Dr. Sloan Ben has taken a, 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 an exploratory trip down there. But of course, we can't go this year. Uh, we were hoping to send a trip in the spring and then maybe in the summer. Gosh, we, you know, and I think the border with Mexico is still closed. I don't know if we'll be able to go next year. So I've been sure, to, but in response to that, I reached out to uh, Dr. Del Torre and his wife, Irma, uh, who are in Chiapas, Mexico. We stay at their home. So I asked about him and he, he said, you know, they're starting to pick up cases. Many of the villages we visit have had to uh, barricade their uh the roads leading into them. People are isolating themselves as probably well they should. Interestingly enough, he said all of the churches and villages um, have asked, where are the Americanos? We miss seeing them. You know, we send resources to Mexico as part of our work. We, we're, right now we're working on building churches and some healthcare clinics. Uh, and the truth is, you know, for what we spend on going down there, we could probably buy more supplies to do more. But it's important for us to be with them. And I, and I think it's important that they notice when we're not there, they're with them too. Because we need to be together in one way or another. Now, 
they know we can't fly down there and they can't fly up here and we can't be mixing together. But I just thought their question, hey, where are our American friends? Where are they, when are the Americanos going to come back? Um, it points out this same thing, that we need to be in touch with each other to encourage one another and support one another. Um, so I want to say that just as a way to recognize that sense. If you're feeling that in yourself, um, that may be the spirit at work in you for yourself and for other people. They need to be in touch with you too. So uh, first, just to recognize that, but also to encourage you to make sure that you reach out uh, to someone, maybe another Christian, a brother or sister in Christ, in order to say, hey, I was just thinking about, <clears throat> excuse me, I was just thinking about you, and I was praying for you, pray for him too, and then say, instead of just thinking about you, I thought I'd give you a call. Or maybe it's just a text. Here's the other thing. Maybe it's someone who's not a Christian. Uh, um, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't matter if they're a Christian or not. They're a human being, and human beings are made to be connected. Uh, and so reaching out to them and say, hey, I just want you to know I'm thinking about you today. Uh, think about how that would impact our church if all of us reached out. Uh, just let's say one. Let's say two. We can do two. Like a text and a phone call. Um, what an impact that might make for other people to know, hey, you matter to me. You matter. Uh, and I think about you and give thanks for you in a way Paul said. So um, I hope this is a word of encouragement to you. I'm going to reread those words from Paul because I, I, I want you to know that that's how I feel. This is how I feel for the people of Lake Murray Presbyterian Church and our friends out there, members and not members. I thank my God every time I remember you constantly praying with joy. Remember he was in prison when he said this, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. And I think Paul had joy in the midst of prison because he was praying for those people. Paul had joy when he was in prison because he was in touch with the church in Philippi. Now the, the story probably is that Paul had a regular exchange uh, between Philippi and wherever he was in prison. Uh, Timothy, who he mentions, Epaphroditus, who is also mentioned, they're probably messengers who are bringing word and, letter back and letters back and forth. So I want to encourage you to keep in touch. Um, I hope this is a reach out to you. It's not quite as personal. Hey, let me let me make it a little personal. I can see Jules there and uh, Ben and Kelly and uh, Carolyn that you're there. There may be some other folks too. Um, I'm glad you're here and I want you to know I give thanks for you and all the people of the congregation. God bless you and keep you. I'm going to say a prayer to close this up. Heavenly Father, we do give thanks for one another and for the joy that being together in fellowship can, can bring us. We pray that you would lift our spirits and strengthen us to reach out so that we might be encouraged and so we might encourage one another. Uh, help us to be light that shines in all the darkness. Father, this day we particularly want to pray for our nation. We have elections going on, at least here in South Carolina. Um, and we are living in a time of strife in our nation, and we pray for peace and righteousness and justice here in this land. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's so good to see you all. Love you all. Have a great and blessed day. Bye-bye.